being on every social media platform is not a smart thing. On this episode, we talk about the posting strategy that we started our business with. Um, we're actually going to share why not being on a social platform can be actually beneficial and grow your business. And we're going to share when is actually the right time to switch to a second or third or fourth social platform. Check it out. This is the Marketing Natives, providing actionable ways to grow, improve, and succeed in your business. And now, your hosts, Christian and Aaron. So actually, I was going to ask you this question previously, but I was looking back at our old Instagram, like our old Instagram, like scrolling back from like 2018 or so, and we did graphics and stuff. You know, it's like super popular now, but like we used to do like three things, and it was like, I mean, it was really good. The graphics were good. Were you doing those? or would you, Who was doing and then like early on, it was like Franklin would do some of them too or whatever too. Yeah. So I started them off with like, I guess, and cemented that format, right? Right. Of like using different size fonts and like organizing them and using some kind of graphic. Oh, and even, you made it so easy that like I, I did some of them too because I think you created a template. But anyway, yeah, keep going now. I'm trying yeah. to remember. I mean, it wasn't a template. It was just like, I guess a set of rules of like, okay, this is how we kind of wanted to fit it in. Right. Usually the number was like really big. Right. Um, and we use like a different color every time to right. um, just have like diversity in there. But yeah, and then Franklin started doing some and then we had summer interns and they then mm-hmm. they started doing some. Um, I don't remember if we had no limits or if they no. even did something like that. I don't think Mm-mm. they did. Um. But yeah, that was all. Yeah, me starting it off, based off of our previous show, which was Brain Ten, mm-hmm. and then we literally just copy and paste it from that. Like we were already kind of yeah. doing some micro content, we just didn't even know it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I was just thinking, like, um, now that we have a new graphic designer, like that would be really good for him to bring back to do those things because I want like it looks good. Mm-hmm. I went back there and I was like, wow, we have two or three hundred people who liked our Instagram on this picture. Yeah. I was like reading it. I was like, this is still evergreen. Like this is like, we could do this again. Yeah. And, and technically what, what it's available now, it's the carousel. Mm-hmm. Back then we didn't have that ability right. on of Instagram. So now what's really popular is doing that same graphic, but then you can just swipe and see if it's three ways to do X, Y, and Z. You can actually one. swipe one, two, three. Mm-hmm. And then the last slide, it's like a, uh, just a call to action. Right. Yeah. Um, so that's really, really popular right now on, on Instagram. It's just very highly digestible content. Um, so we could take, yeah, all the ones that we've made. Mm-hmm. And because th- that information is in the description, right? Yeah. So just taking that, some of the ideas from the actual graphic, it's already in there, and just recreate them. So, yeah, we definitely could just use them, recreate them. and Because mm-hmm. like you're saying, it's evergreen content for sure. Right. So what we're talking about is being on every social media platform isn't smart. And like early on, we were spending a ton of time. Like, I don't know if you remember like how much time you were spending on it. Like, cause we were rotating each day, but it was a lot mm-hmm. just to post on Instagram. I think we were really consistent on Instagram, like really consistent, but we were doing stuff on YouTube and uploading videos, Facebook, Instagram, um, where else we were doing some Twitter. stuff on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. L- probably like the least on Twitter. Um, even ma- email. I don't know if we were doing too much with that um, at the time. Pinterest, we did a little bit. Yeah, we did do a little bit in Pinterest. Um, then I feel like there's just some other things that were like back and forth. But anyway, like we were like all over the place with like 
and we had more time, I guess, too. So it, it's possible. But I'm thinking, like, if we would have just said that Instagram's our platform or Facebook's our platform and just went all in on it, we would have done so much better because it was a lot. Like, mm-hmm. it was every other day or so. And we we actually used one of the very first scheduling tools for Instagram, if you remember, Grum. Yeah, which I th- it was kind of a murky gray yeah. area. It's it was like, like okay, but legal not, or not. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We were in the wild, wild west. That's gonna be funny. Can you think about that? Like we tell somebody from ten years ago, from ten years from now, we're like, yeah, we use one of the very first uh, Instagram schedulers called Grum, and they're like, oh, like, uh, wow. So you guys are really old at this point, like, because now it's just like second nature. Like Buffer has it, Later has it, everybody has it. But before, like yeah. twenty sixteen, it was like. If you could schedule on Instagram, it would save so much time. Yep. Um, and I think the way it worked was like they literally have people that would log into your account yeah. and post that picture and whatever you posted in there. Yes. Blog. So it was very, yeah, yeah. It was definitely a gray area. Um, and I think, the, did they close down or? Yeah, they just kind of stopped working. Okay. <laughs> Maybe they shifted to something else, but I think the next best thing was like another app and it would just notify you and say like, Hey, it's seven o'clock, go mm-hmm. in here and click publish. Yeah. So I was like, that's still kind of, it wasn't good. Yeah. But I think now even Facebook, if you go to the creator studio, yeah, you can schedule. Yeah. You're able to schedule, you can schedule stories, stories in there and regular posts and all that. So, um, yeah. <laughs> Hey, local business owners, if you're ready to grow your business online without having to work more in your business and you can spend more time on it, we created a free training on how to attract, qualify, and convert more leads online. It's 38 minutes. It's going to take a little bit of your time, but it's going to have a huge benefit. It's completely free. Make sure you click below in the description, whether you're on Facebook, whether you're on YouTube, whether you're on the podcast, everything's there that you need. Go grab the training now. So why do you think it's not good to be on every single platform? Like from your personal experience then? I would say, I mean, starting out, I don't think it's smart. Mm-hmm. I think eventually you pr- probably find a way to be sort of present right. um, on some of these platforms. And again, it's not going to be all of them. Um, but I think in, from the beginning, you, you might think that you can handle it because you have a lot of time in your hands. Right. Um, and you're like, oh, yeah, this is, you know, whatever, second nature. And I'll, I'll be posting the same stuff everywhere. So whatever. Um, but again, it's like one of those things where if you're cast your net so wide, then you're not going to be as uh, productive as if, you know, you go to the spot where, you know, the fish are and you just have to cast a shorter net, less work. Right. And capture the, the, the right fish. So. Um, I think when people go to every platform from the get-go, they don't really have a good strategy in place no. or they don't have any, any? strategy or any None. strategy at all. Um, so I think it's it's just a, yeah, a, a beginner mistake, I guess, to think that you need to be everywhere at once starting off. Um, I don't think that should be the case. And even when we started, I mean, yeah, we did a lot. Um, and I, yeah, I would say we're almost everywhere. So, um, but like, yeah, like you're saying, I think if we would have just concentrated on like Instagram and gotten like really good at Instagram, mm-hmm. like that could be a niche of our business right now. Yeah. And you know, we could be better off yeah. just because we made that decision early on. Um, 
and position ourselves as like you know instagram experts um but yeah i think i mean it, it's not a good thing because you're you will be spending a lot of time and you like i said usually you don't have a strategy so if you're everywhere and trying to do everything at the same time you're just not going to get good like results or you're not going to get what you truly want out of those platforms you're just going to be spending a lot of time doing okay you know on some of these and right, having mediocre maybe, yeah one or two things that are good but for the most part yeah it's going to be mediocre content um and more than likely you're just gonna at some point a month or two months into it you're just gonna like give up yeah because you're out. not yeah you're gonna get burnt out because you're spending all this time doing all this stuff when there's really no real strategy um and you're not really doing anything with it except for making sure that you're posting stuff yeah, I think like in addition to that, it's also not really true. It's not true at all, actually, that the amount of followers you have is the amount of money you make from it. Because I think that that's what people want to know. think is that, hey, if I have 11,000 followers, well, I make more money than somebody who has 2,000. And that's not really the case. Um, it's also about engagement. But like um, there's a guy named Brandon Lucero. Like he has, I think, like 2,000 followers. Well, he has a multi seven figure business and has 2000 followers on Instagram because it's the right people and they also run ads and everything else. But it's not like if you have so many followers across so many platforms that you're better, you know? Um, and I don't think that's the case at all. There's a lot of businesses. There's one in particular I'm thinking of that we know, and they have tens of thousands of followers on Facebook and Instagram and everywhere else, but their business is not, it's not, um, the it doesn't transfer to the amount of dollars that they're going to make too so i think for me it's staying on one platform getting really really good tracking the results and then you can spend that extra time on getting into that hand-to-hand combat which for me i was reading a lot lately and i was going to tell you anyway it's just like um that is when we have the best interactions and the best sales i guess is like if we're on one platform and dominating it and just having a community and talking to those people because to sell on social media they may reach out to you on Facebook or like, you know, Instagram or whatever. That's rarely going to happen, but you may post something, get a comment, and then you start talking back and forth with somebody and then direct message them and then schedule up a call. Like that's how it's naturally going to happen. But if you post 20 different times across every other platform, you never take the time to comment back or never get any comments or anything. So you almost hinder yourself and step backwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think I, I feel like business owners are being smarter about it. Um, especially, you know, I create websites a lot of the time. So I see the social icons, right. That they have on their websites. And for the most part, I've, I feel like some business owners are being smart about it and just staying on their lane sort of on yeah. like, okay, I know that I don't need to be on Twitter, for example, or like, right. um, I mean, Google plus is not a thing anymore, but a lot of people, they still have them on their website. Yeah. A lot of people have them on the website and yeah, they have like literally every single platform listed um, on their on their website, and I mean, I don't know. It, I don't think it really benefits the user, right? They're, no. they're looking at like, oh, they they're on all these platforms. Like, okay, um, I think does for that us, legitimize you or something? Right. I don't. Yeah, it doesn't really do much, um, especially if they go to something that maybe that user is very active on Twitter, and they're like, oh, cool, like they're on Twitter. Yeah, and then you click on it. You know, to see like, oh, this company is on Twitter. I'm a avid Twitter user. I'm going to follow them. And then you 
you see like yeah their their last post was in 2016 and it's like okay like that's just pointless um and it just it feels like the company's not even in business anymore or like right. it's kind of cheap as the brand so it's better to just not have it if you're not going to post on it right um versus having it and like the user going there and then not seeing literally anything mm-hmm. um especially with yeah with like twitter for example like i depending on the company um i i expect the company if there's something down oh or, i want them to tell me right yeah so i usually go to my go-to place is twitter um to see like if the company like if the website is down or like what's going on mm-hmm. or like um i even used to the other day for a um an app inside of shopify that just stopped working and i just messaged them on twitter like hey what's going on and mentioned them and they responded back and then later on they emailed me as well so it's kind of cool nice. um to get that you know first-hand impression through through twitter um i forgot what i was going with the website thing but like yeah it's it's really not necessary to include all these links and i think oh what i was going to say is that on our website for example we do mention all of our social networks but then we have a section a dedicated section that literally tells you this is what you're going to find out on if you go to our facebook this is what we actually post on instagram this is what we do on our youtube channel so it gives an idea of like okay this is what they're actually doing so there's again a strategy behind or um an idea of like why we're on each of these platforms and why we think it's important for you to either follow us on facebook or on youtube etc and we don't expect everyone to follow us on everywhere you should um, but. <laughs> but i mean every user has their own you know preference i guess on on, on platform and where they want to engage with brands too. yeah i think mine's instagram i was just thinking like i don't like, I don't see a lot of business on my Facebook page. Like, my Facebook page to me seems personal. Instagram, I see a lot more businesses, and I'll interact with them. That's just, I guess, whenever you said that, kind of triggers something for me where, like, Instagram to me seems more like the feed could be a lot more mixed. Yeah. Business on Facebook is mainly because somebody's targeting me with an ad, not because I actually follow something. Yeah. Which is, I don't know, that's my personal. We're kind of in the age demographic, so maybe that's different for people who are younger or older or whatever. No, I think it's it's about the same, I would say. And I'd say Twitter is also like a good mix of both. Mm. Um, but then Twitter has less of my friends, I guess. Yeah. And it's more brands and influencers and just what's trending right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really cool. don't have like, I mean, there's like maybe 50 people that I follow that I'm like actually friends with. The rest of them have no clue who they are. No clue. And out of those 50, maybe 10 post regularly. Yeah. Maybe. They tweeted in the last year. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, and some of them are like there and they'll just like stuff. Yeah. Which is fine. They'll just consume it, whatever. But yeah. um, so getting back to this, like if you go into every platform, and I guess what we're trying to say is that you don't need to be on every platform to grow your business. So you may hear from everybody or you may hear when you're like, group networking groups or like around your peers saying like i'm trying this new platform like I, w- I heard somebody this last week they're like i'm on facebook and i'm instagram i'm on pinterest and now i just started linkedin and it's really been really good and i'm doing other things to complement it it's like if you know where your audience is just dominate something there because it's better for you to have a good following on one of them to have average following everywhere else and then you just kind of blend in but it, it's hopefully what we're explaining well is that you don't have to be on every platform 
to make a living or to make money because you can make mo- money off of social media but you don't need to be on every platform to do it there is no rule i don't know whoever came up with that um, it's not true um, you could just get all of your business from instagram for us i think we've gotten some business from facebook but ironically um, instagram is where we've gotten probably our most business from a social platform um, and i think another like another point here is that if you start early and go on all these other platforms and you are and you finally do start to grow your business like what we did um, if you fall off then these people like you you were saying earlier like okay now these people don't tweet very much or now these people aren't over here so like now you've set your brand up to not look as good so it's instead of just being um, another thing that's out there and you know, maybe it's average, you almost look worse because it's like you're not keeping up with it. And you're like, well, don't worry, we're we're still growing our business and like we're we're actually have clients now, but now we've neglected everything on social versus doing it and you do like a slow build up and start with one platform and then move to a second and then move to a third and then grow. Um, and as your business grows, then you are multiple platforms because then it makes sense. You have people who can help you and manage it versus all right, one person show or two person show and do everything and then your game becomes social versus actually growing the business. Yep, absolutely. And I would say, I, mean, I guess, let me ask you, you're starting a brand new business. You, you would still get all your handles. Yeah, I'm thinking it's like everybody has something now to where you can like pin something. Instagram is probably the only one you can't pin, but it's all about the grid. So um, with Instagram, if you have 20 posts or 30 posts, that's still going to suffice for you because people can scroll through your feed that quickly and you're going to still be able to entice them. But with Facebook, you can pin with Instagram. uh, Like I said, you can't, but with Twitter you can. So you could do something like, Hey, look, we're on Twitter. You can message us. We'll talk to you, but our best platform is here and then come over to this platform or like, Hey, sorry, we don't post a lot on Facebook. We're busy growing our business, but our best content is on YouTube. And this is where it is. And same thing with YouTube. You don't have to go to a channel and see like a feed. You can see, hey, these guys have a lot of videos. They don't have to see that our 300 videos were uploaded in the last 30 days or if they're the, over the last three years. So um, I would be on everywhere just because you want that consistency with the naming handle. But other than that, like pick that one platform, pin a post and tell them like, hey, look, if you love our stuff, go over to Instagram. That's who. That's where we hang out. Come hang out with us there. Yeah. Um, I don't know. So it's I guess just, so it's just suggest them that they do get the platforms that they think that eventually they'll be in. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, post some sort of message that's pinned where you direct them to your preferred social platform. Or website or whatever else, but yeah. And then on the website as well, just focusing on, okay, it's just the Facebook icon. We're right. not going to post all these icons. Why? Yeah, why send them somewhere that they're just going to be like, ah, like I have a bad experience. Because I think for um, us or me, I don't know. I'm sure you do the same thing too. We like, we do a lot of, probably a lot of research on like, Oh, I want to buy this new microphone. Let me go check it out. Let me look at their Instagram, look at their Facebook. But then it's like, they have a cool website, but it's like nothing on Facebook, nothing on Instagram, nothing anywhere else. And it's like, are they legitimate? Are they, you know, they have two reviews online. One of them was okay. One of them wasn't. It's like, all right, now I don't want to buy from these guys. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it kind of, it, it almost hurts you. Yeah. I think for sure it hurts the brand and it hurts your i guess how available you are Mm -hmm. you know to the consumer um because they know that yeah you're posting regularly you're engaging with people then it just gives you that i don't know authority or expertise Mm -hmm. or uh, relevance i guess um 
with just being online and being available to to your consumer. My last question I was thinking that somebody would probably ask from this is how do you know when you're ready to switch to like two platforms? Like I'm on Facebook right now. Like when should you switch to a second platform and how do you know like um, if it, if that's the best platform for you? So like, huh, I really want to get on Instagram because I saw a post the other day. It said like everybody's on Instagram. So should I be there? Like when should you move to the platform and like how do you know if it's the right one for you? So I think, I mean, it goes back to, we talked about this a long time ago, but it was that, that one audience, one platform for one year, right? Um, it kind of falls into this a little bit. And I think the number one thing is, yeah, figuring out if your audience is there, uh, first and foremost. And then I, I think to determine if you're ready to jump to something else, I think one is the time commitment. And um, again, just having a strategy in place. So it's not... It's not just because you want to be on Instagram now. Um, there has to be a reason behind it, and there's got to be a strategy behind it. And you have to have either the time or you have to have someone that's going to be paying attention to that platform. Um, and again, having some sort of structure and strategy behind it so that you know whenever you're posting something, you're always hitting them with that call to action to, I don't know, download X, Y, and Z, and that link is going to be right there on Instagram, and that's where you're going to you know, focus the most, or maybe you have some sort of DM strategy, right? Where, um, that's, that's, you're just provoking thoughts and people commenting for all of your posts. Um, so it can't be that you just want to be on Instagram and you're just going to repost everything that you do on Facebook (laughs) onto Instagram. Um, there's gotta be a reason, um, and you have to have a strategy and you have to make sure that your audience is also, um, going to be there. And I mean, I think another, another point is, if your audience is asking for it right hey can you post this or can you create these videos like jump on youtube can you please make a tutorial about this like this would be so much better on youtube like right yeah absolutely um i would definitely yeah listen to your audience so if, if they're asking for it mm-hmm. it might make sense all right thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of the marketing natives and just so you know um that free training it's going to be in the description here i would love to have you go there it's a 38 minute free training on how to attract qualify and convert more people online for your local business if you've been listening to us for a while please make sure to hit that subscribe button um that way you don't miss out on any content at all and you get notified every single week when we put out our newest episodes um, whether it's on youtube or the podcast app uh, does not matter. And if you've been listening to us a while, for a while and you're like, man, this content's amazing. These guys are great. Um, we would truly appreciate an honest rating, honest rating and review over on Apple Podcasts so that we know uh, what we can be doing. And we'll also give you a shout out here. And uh, that's pretty cool just to hear yourself on the podcast as well. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening and we'll talk to you next time. The Marketing Natives Podcast is a production of Bit Branding.